Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. Well, uh, we're here. Uh, this is dome. This we're is here. The... All right. Well, this is the number one freestyle comedy rap podcast in the world. Yes! And uh, uh, David is doing an imitation of, of the comedian host that we saw last night, who I guess was was playing a character that was on testosterone. Um, uh, why don't you why don't you clue? Well, first of all, this is the greatest freestyle rap comedy podcast on earth, this in the is, world, in on in the world, in the universe, in all known galaxies and multiverses. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm Bubba Y at Bubba Y B U B B A two Y's at the end. Yes. Uh, and, and I'm David. And and and, and thanks for listening. Please. And that's the show. That's it. We'll okay, see you next um, week. Why don't you uh, clue the audience in on you know what we did last night and how it started, how it came to fruition, dude? I'm glad you brought it up. I was cold calling for my job because. It's what I got to do, and it sucks. So I, I'm at a point where I just dial the numbers as quickly as possible. One of the numbers was for the fourth wall comedy studio. And I dialed, and they didn't answer. And then I opened the website, and I was like, oh, they have an open mic. So I signed up. So th this was like, I guess, your 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 call from Jesus or something. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, you like, did you genuinely think that there was a moment when you when you saw that it was a you had to call this open mic you were like wait this is a sign i should I sign didn't, up for this. i didn't think that but after signing up and going there i was like that's a funny story for the first time doing stand up like i was like uh it's funny because i i signed up and then the the first show got canceled because nobody like there was three of us and then one dropped out so it was going to be two dudes um so then i signed up again for the next night and i was like alex you got to sign up. And part of me was like, well, if I get Alex to sign up, then we got one more person and the odds of it getting canceled is lower. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, he hit me up, told me he was doing the mic and it caught me off guard because I was like, oh, he's just going to go fucking do this shit. And I was like, fuck, I, I don't want to do it. But then I, I was like, I mean, I should do it. Yeah, though, yeah. Right. So I, I also signed up and we, you know, we both did a, a tight five. What, what, what was this venue like? Uh, it's a coffee shop during the day, but there's stand-up going on seven days a week. Um, it's an... It's Yo, you know I did an open mic, uh, and I don't hold any spite. It felt really nice doing the tight five with my friend and we gave high fives yeah we gave high fives to each other because it is my brother yeah next to my lover uh -huh. i just want to know could we write some jokes and go down to hollywood and share them with the folks uh yep i'm in hollywood uh and yeah i probably should do a tight five with like five guys and yeah you know i'm showing my thighs that's not an exaggeration in all of the nation there was only five guys in this situation True. there was a there was a very small audience there but it's okay i don't care yeah look at my hair uh, yeah i don't need an audience uh the ones that were there were probably dense mm, they were sitting near each other uh and every word that i uttered
Uh, yeah, so it's a coffee shop during the day, but they, they there's people just doing. You pay to play. You pay five bucks to do five minutes and so forth. So it's like, that's, I'm a, and, and no one paid for the ten minute slot. Thankfully, uh, I don't think anyone there has ten minutes in them. Maybe they did, but uh, I wouldn't have liked to see it. I probably would do a bad ten minutes. Like if I if I was like, all right, I'm doing ten minutes, um, no matter what and just started rambling to fill the time, that's when shit gets bad. But I think that's when you um, that's when you grow, when you learn to just force it. I'd thought about doing a joke where I was like, I only paid for the five minutes, but by the time I'm done, you're gonna be wishing I paid for the 10. <laughs> uh, then I w- was thinking maybe it's not cool to talk about how we all paid to do this. <laughs> right, it's, it's definitely, there are aspects of it, because I mentioned the fact that I cold called the place um, and that in itself admitting to having a job uh, the same way that we talked about me having a job on the podcast uh, nine million times um, that feels like uh, destroying the illusion even though there isn't really an illusion but talking about having a day job uh, during the thing what do, you, seem- do you want to alienate your audience you know ingratiate yourself with them you're uh, it's oh. a, we're working class people you're folks right. You're right. we're just like you we put our <laughs> training bras on one arm at a time right we're just you guys could freestyle too you know it's oh okay not- so that's what sets us apart <laughs> is our ability to occasionally have a, a banger of a rhyme scheme every three to four freestyles <laughs> uh it was uh i i showed up a tad late um but you know, only like five minutes. Right, and, and you caught. Host, yeah, you caught him just doing his thing. The host was going ape shit on stage. I didn't. I couldn't perceive necessarily any jokes. He was doing a character, which maybe in the different context would have worked. But it was like guy it, it jacked pi- up on tea. It picked up. Like it took a second because he was at first. I, I going first is crazy, right? But going first with that kind of bit is crazy. I, like, well, he's probably. He's he's done this for a while now. You know what I mean? I mean, he was running the show. Yeah. You missed it. He introed himself. Like, he was sitting, and he was like, welcome to the stage, your host, and blah, 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 his name, and then he got on stage. That <laughs> is very funny. Yeah, so that <laughs> that in itself I thought was funny. Like, I I thought about um, paying him during my set as well because <laughs> I thought that would also be funny, but then uh, the same thought in my head was like, okay, wait, I think there's a unified front here that we're we're not it's, we're not trying to joke about the fact that we're paying to do this. <laughs> yeah, that killing the illusion like that sucks. I'm I was just like um, excited to to do it, and then he uh, tagged us on Instagram. No, he didn't. He tagged the wrong Instagram handle. Like, oh, thank God. He he tagged me, and I was like shit that's not my instagram or else i mean i guess well, it's weird because he handed me his phone to put in my own handle things and he didn't do that for you no he oh, okay. he just like i think he forgot and then he just guessed and the there must be other david haddad's yo there's a uh a, 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 a whole bunch of david there haddad's, is bruh uh oh my god yeah better look up the next david haddad girl yeah mr oh. haddad uh yeah uh I got a job, uh, and I got an Instagram that if you fucking shook my hand and asked the man, you could have gotten. Yeah, you know, it's kind of strange. What you know, fuck? obviously you got an interesting name, uh-huh. and you might uh, have something to explain to this guy if he's going to correctly direct them. Yo, uh, I was standing there rambling, trying to prove to this dude that I am established. Uh, 
And if you ask me for my IG, I could probably bring like fucking three peeps. It's a bummer, cause honestly I might recommend that the fans check out your set and then maybe not mine, cause mine was not that fine. Uh, the, the second guy that went up was me actually yeah. <laughs> no, no it was you yeah it was the second it was guy. you and you did pretty good i was i was super impressed in my head i thought i was like damn dude david's just going up unprepared or whatever but he prepared he, he threw me off guard and and i i would say he was probably one of the best if he had like more material he probably would have been the best which I don't know what that says for the overall quality of the show. Yeah, but. it's not like there were some killers there. No, I, it, yeah. <laughs> I also felt like I, I had given up on caring about how it went because of how many times I had attempted to do a, a comedy open mic and then not gone through with it. Like I once went to another show similar to this one and got to the door and the door was closed already because the show had already started mm. and I was just standing at the door and then I just was like, fuck it. And then I went back to my car and left. And it was one of those moments where I was like, I guess I'm not doing this. And that was like two years ago. That is cool, though, that you uh, were just did that un unencouraged by others. You were just like on your own terms. I'm going to go do this open mic alone. Yeah, we're going to do that yesterday. I'm glad you hit me up about it. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, I felt like um, the fact that I was going to jump into that. And, and try it out. I felt like, hey, you know what? Maybe Alex will fucking get in there. And I felt like you had some some good t uh, takes. They just, the pacing was a little off at the beginning. But Yeah, no, my pacing was dog shit. You know what the issue was? I, what I saw on your set that I wish I could have uh, mirrored was it seemed like you had a good candor with the audience from the get-go. And I was just sort of like, who are these people? And I was just trying to recite shit in my head instead yeah, yeah, of like yeah. talking to the people. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's what fucked me in the end. Those dudes were making eye contact with us hard. Like you got, you're on stage. Of course they're gonna make eye contact. Right, but you. like there were multiple instances where I felt like I was being spoken to directly, which makes sense. But um, I guess when I was up there, I couldn't really see anybody. Like the light was so bright, I I couldn't really encounter anyone's hmm. eyes specifically. Maybe they're not actually making eye contact with you, but it feels like they are. Because they're well, sort they of, are. They they're are watching you perform. Of course, they're making eye contact. Well, I just what do you think they're looking at? No, no. But I'm saying when I was on stage and I was looking at them, I couldn't really see anybody really clearly. I like the uh, the the light was so bright. I was. But kinda, then, what is your assumption that you felt like there was eye contact? That they were they were looking in my direction, and I felt like we were making eye contact, but they couldn't necessarily see me making eye contact specifically. No, they could. They could. Okay. Oh, for sure, bro. Uh, third, uh, third guy was me and I was, uh, you know, w not the worst. I will say this. <laughs> there was at least two people that were worse than me. Yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. be real. The host was worse than me. And the, the guy who came up after me was definitely worse than me. Uh, the guy that came up after you was, uh, uh, doing the character of a, of a person who knows how to do comedy. It was so weird because <laughs> he had, it reminded me of there some some nostalgia here, folks. Way back in like 2014, I was hanging out with David uh, and uh, a friend of ours, Becky, um, and David, and we were stoned out of our brains. And David was like, "Yo, I'm I can do this stand up routine," and he does this thing where he's 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 not actually like telling us any jokes. He's just sort of talking, but he does it in this sort of stand up comedy cadence. 
and and his rhythm is like that as well and and it was kind of mind-blowing at the time and i was definitely stoned but you kind of brought that back i was like all right he's doing it again and he's doing it well but he has jokes this time so it's like <laughs> it's working i don't remember that moment in 2014 that's crazy it might have been 2013 you remember it now <laughs> does that help i don't remember the moment in any year Nah, how do you not remember that that was that was pivotal bro yeah yeah damn dude how did i maybe i was too high yeah well it's it, it's probably a good thing that um I don't know. Maybe you waited this long for a reason, you know, dude. I also feel like the open mic is so embarrassing because of the fact that uh, it's just people performing for people performing. You're performing for performers, mm -hmm. uh, and that's giving me performance anxiety because they're all here thinking, oh, I'm better than him and he's better than me. But at the same time, when you perform in, in front of people that are there with the same mind, they're going to see you and maybe not boo. They're going to be uh, a little more encouraging. It's true. I guess you're right. If there's like this tight, encouraging uh, group of peeps, really want to help you get on your feet mm -hmm. all they want to do is get on stage and speak yeah i mean it would be pretty uncouth for them to do you wrong like that dude uh -huh. start booing while you're on stage when there's only like two or three people over there that would make me enraged yo who is this dude booing i really perceive him to be jewish is this a roast battle or an open mic i think you need to slow your roll you you dyke. Oh, I was going there too. Bro. Really? <laughs> gay. Our apologies. Speaking of gay, the fourth guy was. Uh, I'm pretty sure gay. I think it was the fifth guy, but yes, really, definitely gay. Uh, I think he, he explained it from the get go. He I was, think it was bipolar dude, then gay dude. Yeah. Oh, bipolar so was yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and he was all right. He was a. Uh, he had the rhythm down. I noticed that. You know, one of the things that he did that uh, I'm going to do next time is he took that mic stand off the stage. He was like, fuck this oh, mic yeah, stand. Yeah. It's gone. I kept fucking playing with the mic stand. The whole Alex time tried I to put his there. arm on the mic stand. Yeah, like, like a, a cool, cool guy. guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, <laughs> That's man, that is so embarrassing. No, uh, you know what? The uh, So the guy after the gay guy, uh, the, the body dysmorphia mic. He um he was messing with the mic stand, but he I feel like he was doing it in a manly, sexy way. He was like he doing was, this. And yeah, yeah. He was like benching the mic stand knew, at yeah, one point. Yeah. He was pretending it was uh uh like the uh what are those the workout bands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I, I noticed also that it's uh kinda hard to say um absurd, uh perverted or like like racist shit. Like at one point Mike got kind of dirty and I was and I noticed everybody kind of hesitate and then I said something about black guys at one point that that was a little strange because there wasn't any necessarily joke attached to it you were right, like I yeah trying, I, I know about football there's a bunch of black guys which I guess I, there, there's some humor there yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. Uh, like, it's like a it's like not really a sp specific to football but it was just it was a moment that could have broken your whole performance it, but you push through i and felt it some worked. tightness it would get yeah. it got tight in no that. i felt it too there was a point where i was like whoa why do you do that why do you go there <laughs> um you ain't black and then when when body dysmorphia mike was talking about his dick i remember i remember all of us being like oh shit i, I did feel a little weird at that point yeah that dude he opens by talking about how he has body dysmorphia um and but like he he tries to make it seem like he's accepted it and he's cool with it or something. Well, like it's it's not, he's talking he's making it a joke because um it's like a good 
is a positive uh, mental illness. Right. That has but, helped him get jacked. But he's also, there was also some, some insecurity there. And yeah. like th- there was him talking about how he's jacked. You know what I mean? There's a way you can do that. That doesn't, that is funny and doesn't come off as like, yeah, I'm short, but I'm fucking jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, um, dude, when bodybuilders, he's a bodybuilder, basically. Mm-hmm. When bodybuilders have uh, regular clothes on and you just see how fucking full their their fucking pants are, I'm like, yo, this Jesus. dude's... <laughs> yeah, that, that sound uh, like I was talking about his dick. No, their legs are so big that they don't fit in normal pants. Yeah, it's funny, like... Uh, just no, like regular fit jeans are skinny jeans to them. Yeah, it, like his pants were huge, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this dude's legs must be enormous." You, you look up stout in the dictionary, and it's a photo of this guy. Like he's he's he could probably be a sumo wrestler, just based solely on his center of gravity and how much you know sturdiness yeah. he has he's built like a fucking tree trunk when i first got there it was just the host and this guy and i was so nervous i was like trying to make them laugh and i was like fucking be cool dave damn i, I you know what i i probably would have been better too if i'd gotten there before the show started and warm up and, and a little had kind of, built some rapport with the audience or whatever like you did that would have been nice and i felt like such a i, I felt like I was, I was so in the business by the end of this of the of the mic like when we were all leaving we were like dapping each other but hey you were really funny you know like that yeah, felt yeah. that felt like uh it, it felt like a, when we would do fucking hookah lounge open mics um back in the day and we would like <laughs> tell people oh you got bars bro like that affirmation in the in the uh, local scene that's such a goofy thing um, that i appreciate yo i just want affirmation from the motherfucking whole nation. Yup. Yup. I ain't yep. gonna give no explanation. Yup. It wipes away the irritation. I'm irritated because I don't get my ego boosted. Uh. I wanna know if it was I good. Could you tell the truth, bitch? Oh, but if I was bad, maybe lie to me. Yeah, that wouldn't be sad. Yep. That would make me super glad. Yo, put my ego on the bat. Just tell me the truth. Only if it's good. And if it is not, then go back to your hood. Yeah, yeah. Don't fucking speak yeah, yeah. to me unless yeah, yeah. it's about how yeah, yeah. fucking well I dress. Yo, you dress so nice. I wish I could uh, dress you. up like you twice. But I can only dress up once Dust. or else I'll look like a cunt. I can't dress up twice, no. Because then I would wear too many clothes. I wouldn't froze, freeze. It'd be too hot, please. Lullaby by Piper Beats, Fatal by Lethal Needle. I think that was Walk by Legs. We're at three or four. No, uh, Zone. That, that was the fourth one. Zoned by Lex Factor. I really got to pee. Okay. You going to hit him with oh, the Chris? Yes. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Yeller. Oh, Mitch, what is good? It's been a rough day, my guys. Dave, <sighs> Alex. You know, uh, we hate to break this news, which uh, which we're not actually breaking the right. news. Um, <laughs> by the time you guys hear this, Aaron Carter will have been dead for at least a day. Uh, this morning, we're mourning because we found out that Aaron Carter was found dead in his bathtub. The I Want Candy magnate, child star, 
the one only of the person, greatest Instagram live streamers of all time. A care, an, an internet personality rivaled by none, except for maybe, uh, you know what, rivaled by none. I'm not even going to bring that into the conversation. Um, are you riding your bike right now, bro? I'm walking to the liquor store real quick. Oh, okay. Gonna, okay. Dude's about to get tuned up for the show. This, this, <laughs> I, I, I told you I was going to call you like over an hour ago. This should have been stuff that already happened. I can't I believe- was charging my phone, dude. I was getting ready. Oh, okay. So now you're walking and potting? For like, it's literally up the block. Dude, I know that Aaron Carter just died, but I wanted to mention, you just bought a house, right, Mitch? Yes. Well, you own a property and a house. Mitch, in, De- in Detroit, Michigan. That's pretty sick. So it was like fifteen dollars. No, it was under a hundred k. Bro, you have you seen Barbarian? No. Uh, I've well, seen people post about it, but you should know that it it has to do with real estate in Detroit. Yeah, and how fucking terrifying it is. That's kind of the whole point of the movie. Oh, I'll tell you right now, dude, when I was, like, looking at houses as someone who's, like, unfamiliar with the Detroit neighborhoods, holy shit, dude, it is storming like crazy, but... Are we on on speakerphone right now? No. No. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, um, I guess, congrats on the house. Uh, Thank you. How did Aaron Carter die? Drugs? Yeah, it's... uh, I'm assuming he, like, did Duster or some shit, like... He drowned in his tub. I mean, that's Hi. that's honestly one of the worst ways I think you could ever go out in this world. Yeah, no. Well, I think um, <laughs> I was I was hearing some speculation that he was ODing and then moved into the tub to chill to chill because of the ODing. And then uh, you know, when you're ODing, you don't necessarily stay conscious for too long. And if you're in a tub, then you that's drown. not the best combination of things. Uh, I also kind of feel like there was uh, like the last couple of months there the the spiral has there's been there was an uptick. Would you agree on have you like I I feel like he kind of for a brief period of time was maintaining a semblance of sobriety and uh Oh no, dude. He, he fell off the wagon hard. He was turned up from the floor up. Like like he was on duster dude like there was one live stream i remember seeing where you could like hear him like <gasps> well yeah the, the camera was off this, this is the state of this guy's mind he thinks because he turns the camera off people aren't going to be able to see him doing massive amounts of duster but you can still hear his slurred speech from having done the duster and then you and his hear his voice got all weird yeah his like, voice is all strange and then you hear a giant <laughs> And then he starts talking again. It's like, yeah, you're obviously huffing right now. I feel yeah. ba- I feel bad roasting him post mortem. Yeah, you know he doesn't have a chance to respond to this, so that's kind of dark. Yeah. Yo, R.I.P. to A.C. I wish that he would come back to me. I wish that he would say two or three things. And next thing you know, oh dang, Natalie is on the phone in the FaceTime, yo. And next thing you know, that is my bro's sisto, her bro's bro, oh, whoa, oh, no. Duh, yo, tell him, yo. I ain't never been caring, uh, but suddenly I'm rapping about the death of Aaron. Uh, while my sis on FaceTime, I'll call you back, sis, in a little time. Yo. 
put that shit down. We got to respect Aaron. Yo, I don't know why, but the Carter, yo, I wish he didn't die. And now we're survived by Nick. Man, dude, that guy can suck my dick. Nick can suck my dick until he's fucking sick. And yeah, you know I'm never going to stop until I get a lick. Mm. Mm, I'm about to hit a lick with a bitch. Technically, the Backstreet Boys were way more uh, important to me growing up than Aaron Carter ever was. I never even really liked his music growing up. So Aaron Carter matters because of the brother, right? Uh, I do think that Backstreet Boys... Yes, no. Yeah, it's... Okay, like Aaron Carter's dude got big. I don't have any change, man. <laughs> oh my god, this dude is... You're the most unprofessional podcaster we've ever worked this with. This fucking Sorry. sucks, dude. Alex, you did a podcast walking next to a highway. Oh, yeah. One time. So, yeah. Well, I, shut the fuck well, up. Well, if I recall correctly, that was also, I was like, hey, guys, you want a pod? And then it was me hopping on. I, I was sort of inserting myself onto your guys' podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, you invited me on a podcast and then said, oh, no, this is yours. <laughs> dude, that was... One and of the drunkest moments I've ever been. Did, yeah, you were down bad that day. Oh, yeah. No, that was a rough time. I did it ever get, so that never got posted? No, I think it got posted. Absolutely fucking not. Oh, it didn't? <laughs> Damn. No, you couldn't hear anything. And we're like, what made you think? Like, this is a good idea. Like, I really didn't think it'd be that loud. And I, you can't hear shit, dude. I did really enjoy. No, it was very fun, though. I did really enjoy uh, one of the, uh, if anyone's listening, podcasts that we all did together where I feel like both of us were pretty drunk. And uh, I we just kept on not letting Mitch speak. Do you remember this? We were both sitting in your room. What episode was that, Mitch? Do you remember? Because that got posted. Well, I think no. that was, I don't remember. Fuck. What's up? Is is the IAL pod back in business or what? Yeah, dude, I'm getting a whole room set up for the podcast Whoa. and shit. I want to know a little more about this house purchase. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on Aaron Carter? You know, uh, oh, um, oh, maybe we should just briefly uh, uh, talk about what well, he, he was also selling his house and he like someone on Twitter found it, dude. Because they looked up his area code and just looked up the most expensive house there, and it and was Aaron his. was at, yeah Aaron was asking for like like twenty thousand dollars. He probably thinks above because he owned it, it's worth more. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like somebody. It's, it's like an it. autograph. It's like yeah, I signed my name on this house, so it's actually got more value than just a normal. Uh, yeah, rich and it's like Aaron. House. There's hundreds of hours of smoking cigarettes. <laughs> And any like rate trained dogs in that house too, if I'm not mistaken. Bro, man, Mitch, I can't, I can't wait for you to be. This home, is payback. Dude. I'm almost home. I'm, this is payback. But it's funny, we are gonna release this, but I'm just gonna turn you down. Our fans are gonna pay back for your fucking lack of professionalism. I'm sorry, dude. I, why don't we just move, Why don't we just move in with Mitch? Yeah, now that you I have, got, a, how many bedrooms does that house have? Three. Not even, bro. Bro, you're coming up in the world. You were like talking about killing yourself a couple months ago. Now you've got a fucking house that rules. <laughs> Might have to uh, bleep that for the YouTube. Oh yeah, on YouTube. Might have to. You Unali were talking about self-deleting <laughs> on YouTube. Okay, we're I swear. Unalive yourself. There was. There's this. The, there's a, tra a trend on fa on on YouTube where people have to come up with clever workarounds <laughs> for saying. Uh, they can't even. You can't even say suicide. I mean, yeah, and we just said it three times. I, I think if you get seven views a video, you don't get taken down for that. That bullshit. <laughs> 
I want to get taken down like everybody else. Yeah, so you can do the right wing thing of I'm being canceled. Yeah, <laughs> and and be a martyr. We're being shadow banned. Are you inside now? Almost. Well, I did just turn down all the highs oh. on his. I think that was kind of what was the main Man, producer extraordinaire thing. over here. What can I say? I've got oh, dude, some chops. Did you guys watch Aaron Carter's No Jumper? Not his most recent one. And now that is like his last interview before his death. Uh, what, do you you watched it? Do you have any I insight? Um, he was way calmer than he was in other ones. So honestly, it was probably the worst podcast he had done at No Jumper because the other ones were just like where he leaked his phone number. And they're like, why did you do that? And he's like, because I can do anything I fucking want. And they're like, but why? Like, what possessed you to do that? Yeah, uh, definitely not the smartest thing to dox yourself. I feel like a lot of people uh, go on that show like fucked up or in a crisis. Like, for some reason, that show is a, a platform for, yo, a bunch of shit shows. Uh -huh. Yeah, you know, Adam is my fucking bro. Oh, no. And I don't know him personally but i just know that several peeps end up on there and they speak yo adam 22 what it do yo it you do? is that dude yeah that's that podcast yo i don't mean to be rude Ooh. but you bring these people on and they got some problems uh -huh. is that not exploitation well how about you bring us on and i don't mind exploiting me is fine you can grab my ass mm -hmm. you can grab my thighs mm -hmm. and you could have me on duran a relapse yeah i won't be mm -hmm. mad and maybe that will help me blow up and that will not be you can bad. do literally anything you want to me and i'm 23 that's <laughs> right once you fuck me that's a level up for you oh my god adam yeah we're gonna wow, do are it you, are you gonna go on plug talk adam? yeah yeah <laughs> Cause that's the one with the chicks, right? Yeah, where, where he, yeah, where he fucks the, the people they interview. Yeah. Oh, he does that. Yeah, yeah that's. I mean, oh, yeah. it's like an OnlyFans show. It's, a, right? it's an OnlyFans show. Yeah. OnlyFans show where they interview the girl. No, for like, I, I, I don't know, like forty minutes. In the yeah, game. I they briefly forgot about that, but yeah, now I remember that that's a thing. That's a which mean, is cool. I that, mean, it reminds me of a uh, flavor of love. You guys remember uh, the oh, old yeah. flavor Flav? Uh, is flavor Flav still alive? Yeah, I mean, he looks like he should have died, but I'm, I think okay, he's alive. He, uh, good, good for him. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> right. He was on Eric Andre a couple. Yeah, he of has years no ago. teeth at this point. Uh, flavor Flav had this reality show where he just had like 12 women come in and compete to be his wife which is awesome yeah, the rules. <laughs> i don't even know and if it was his wife it was just if her name is uh, bridget nielsen and she used to be married to sylvester stallone so Whoa. one could argue that was a little bit of a, a downgrade but big, um, big downgrade uh but bridget nielsen was all right back in the day uh anyway uh Every, at the end of each episode, he would fuck one of the ladies. That rules. I will say about the the plug talk show, um, it's not the best uh, way of consuming porn because I feel like I would just skip through the podcast. You know, I'd be like, "Fuck this podcast," and just I get feel to like the you fucking. Be a, a real degenerate to listen to a porn star talk for an hour. That's way. Whoa, worse that's a good. That's porn. a great point, Mitchell. Like the people who are in <laughs> porn. Do not overlap with people who are quality audio broadcasters. Yeah, <laughs> you're totally. Oh. They can barely. They can barely like act like a plumber for fucking six minutes. Yeah. Let alone. <laughs> well, no. I mean, if you listen to like back in the day, those old shock jock shows like Howard Stern yeah, yeah, and yeah. Opie and Anthony, they regularly had 
not regularly, but they would more than often have these just porn stars right, but or, like, or like, you know, sex show workers or whatever the, the, the case may be. And it was just because they also had like a video thing going on. It was just for some eye candy or whatever and, and to hear the sexy voices. That and was on, a big thing. And too. on Stern, they'd end up sitting on fucking vibrator machines half of the time. Yeah, there was there was some exploitation going on. But for the most part, it, there was yeah, never any way. interesting conversations going on whatsoever. I, guess I always what, liked when they had like comedians who would on there and just be extremely rude to the women. Like Jim Jeffries was one of the best. Yeah, he'd be so fucking mean. There was one where he was he literally didn't go to sleep, pulled up to O and A, and was like drunk off his ass at like eight in the morning, and he's just like being so mean to this girl. That's just it's just crazy that radio has to happen that early in That's, the morning. The thing is, I would still like if 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 there was a porn star that wanted to be on here, or even just someone that you know had an OnlyFans channel, I wouldn't mind hearing what that's like well i think that's sure that's some interesting conversation that's that's the value of having porn stars and sex workers on uh audio shows is just hearing the behind the scenes of of that type of stuff aaron carter had an OnlyFans. i've seen that man's dick a few Uh, times really my favorite photo ever is where he spreads his legs out completely wide and holds his ankles and it's just a photo of his wait ass. so you both are subscribed to Aaron no, Carter's no, no. OnlyFans someone, someone oh, okay. it trolls will leak his his more disgusting OnlyFans <laughs> photos and it's like god damn the I and want the, candy kid is doing this shit now my my favorite thing too is whenever Aaron would like show screenshots of like the like admin side of um OnlyFans it would just be a bunch of men's names being like, they sent you $15. Oh, like, just, uh, oh. Eduardo messaged and, you. And <laughs> whenever he posted about OnlyFans on like his Twitter account or something like that, just the dudes. comments would be mostly from dudes being like, I can't wait to see you tonight, baby, or whatever. Just, yeah, just guys, which yeah. Aaron okay, has then, Aaron has in the past uh, claimed to be bisexual. Oh, okay. That could have been for clout, though. Well, I just feel like well, he no, he pulled the bisexual card way before the media was ready for that. Like, Yo, Aaron is bi, and now he's bye bye. Yo, R I P A C. He died. Oh my, I'm sad. I cried. Why? 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 Uh, I wonder why it took Aaron such a long time to claim that he was bi. Uh, and now he's spreading his thighs in a coffin. Yeah, I'm talking. Only fans know, R.I.P. that man. I wish that I could go and see a show again. See him spread eagle on the flow again. Yeah, you know it's him, Aaron Carter, friend. R.I.P. my boy Carter. Yeah, you know uh, that dude was a farter mm-hmm. and also a squirter. Yeah, I fucking uh, let a turd spur spur on my word. The earth lost a man and gains an angel today. Yo, only fans, his main men's were gay. And that's okay. Yo, you gotta get that money. You gotta get it in. Anyway, I'm on the OnlyFans. Just made a banger in like two seconds. Uh, what are you gonna do? But dude, one of my favorite Aaron Carter OnlyFans things is he would constantly degrade M- Melanie for doing OnlyFans and talking about like she's a bad mom for being like a sex worker or whatever. And it's like Aaron, you're a sex worker. Dude. Yeah, there <laughs> like, was there was like some sort of mental disconnect there and and it kind of you know it all leads to the fact that that dude was fucking crazy and just insane balls could you have predicted that the death was happening was going to happen this soon mitchell like or did, did you no, think maybe thought, another 10 years 
I thought maybe another 10 years because, like, typically narcissists are incapable of killing themselves. Right. Like, he didn't you know, intentionally like, kill himself, right? No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way he would ever purposefully end it, no matter what. Yeah, that makes sense. I kind of, I was suspecting that maybe it could have been a suicide simply because there, the, the flack Here has... go again. Fuck. The, sorry. The flack has increased uh, in the recent years for him. Um, so, I mean, I mean, in the recent months, not even years, the, the, there's, there's been like, I, I I feel like, sir, he's fucking up. He's relapsing. He's lying to his fans, all this shit. Uh, but that, you know, it, it, it exists in this bubble of things that contribute to his mental incapacity. I feel like a person like that, there comes a, a, a point where it has to either be sobriety or death. Like there is no in between anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going way too hard. When he went on Steve-O's podcast and talked about, like, being sober and shit, Steve-O was so uncomfortable. And you could tell he really, really resented Aaron. Because Steve-O's also not going to call you on that, you know, as a Not on the addict. show, definitely. Not on the show, but, like... I could dude, see him after the show being like, like hey, not- man, what the hell? You're obviously high right now. But, dude, I am glad that I was able to see Aaron Carter in real life before he died yeah yeah. that was recently right yeah i got kicked out of the show for live streaming it that was a very interesting development because okay so you were live streaming it but then somehow the cops showed up someone from the live stream because i showed the his dog that was in the camper which also dude it was like the dog was not gonna fucking heat stroke to death he was on stage and for it like was nighttime minutes. It was nighttime in Michigan. It, dude, it was like 70 degrees outside. I mean, the dog was completely fine. The dog was completely calm. So it was and because the, for the dog's safety that the cops were called? Yes. Yeah, some, yes. Someone called the Ann Arbor police. and the Because of Mitch's was, live at this Aaron Carter concert. The lamest yeah. police department of all time was called. Yeah, and uh, I got kicked out before I could get a photo with him. All right, man. That's and, the... dude, the guy, the guy was so fucking pissed at me. He's like, listen, dude, I know what you're doing. I know you and your little network. And I was like, bro, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, I just think this is funny. I'm like, I'm not, I was like, I didn't call the fucking police. I was like, that's retarded, dude. Like, Man, so you contributed to that guy's stress in his final months of life. Yeah, dude. You, How does I that think make you, you feel, bro? You might have been the, the butterfly effect. That was you know? the straw that broke the camel's back for Aaron. You might have caused him to relapse. You. You are. There is a pipeline to you causing this. Yeah. Wow. I wonder who's going to get the dog now. Not Mitch. No. Not Melania. <laughs> no, the dogs are gone. I think that was another thing. You you would see oh, yeah, uh, Nala the dog. They haven't seen it. That like, was a big thing. Everyone's like, "Where's Nala?" He has this one uh, German Shepherd who's beautiful, but uh, I, she hasn't been seen in any videos lately. So people were like, "Yo, what the fuck happened to the dog? Did you sell that dog? What's going on here?" Damn. And uh, you know, we well, are one, one I, of my other favorite Aaron Carter things was when he started flexing after he had to sell all his guns because of CPS. And he went to a pawn shop to sell them. And as a celebrity was flexing like thir- three grand <laughs> that he sold at a pawn shop, dude. I'm like, that is 
so fucking hilarious. It must like, be yeah, like easier to sell guns at a pawn shop than to do it like off a of Craigslist. Of or course, something. like because yeah. what is it? You have to transfer titles or certain registrations, like a car. I imagine there's something involved like that. Oh yeah. Well, yo, oh. yo, there's some logistics if you wanna get that stick and transfer it to your friend. Yeah, get the blicky and give it to him. There's some paperwork you gotta sign, my friend. Uh, yeah, I'm about to sell my Glock. Catch me down at the local pawn shop. Uh, and yeah, this shit doesn't rock. But I gotta get fucking cash so I can get a rock. Yo, I got the pink slips for the for yeah. the blippity blip and uh, make it go slick. It goes gak 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 every single day. I shoot you in the dick. Yeah, what can I say? Yup. I go rot ta ta on a uh, motherfucker car. Yeah, I'm never vu- fucking gonna stop yes. uh, until I fucking am under a car. Shoot you till you're dead, boy. I shoot you in the head, Blah. bitch. Uh, I fucking shoot everyone. I'm rich. Uh, mm. I got a gun. I got plenty of them. So I'm gonna kill you and send you to heaven. Man. At what? I'm trying to find his Cody fan and see what she's posted about him. I yeah, gonna... I was looking at a few of his uh, detractors pages and how they're <laughs> the like, LMG. There are some people that are celebrating this and very publicly, and it's a little disturbing. Wow, celebrating oh, no, someone's okay. tragic dude, this death. Is, this is the other part too, dude. Now all the people who literally used every waking moment to bring down Aaron's downfall are now being like. It's so fucked up of people to make fun of him. Like, this is disgust. And I'm like, you literally, your whole Twitter account is dedicated to, like, exposing him. And now you have some moral compass. Trolling is so whack. It's like, if there's someone online that is doing funny, stupid stuff, why hate on it? Like, if it's entertaining, encourage them to make fools of themselves more. <laughs> Instead of being like, this is stupid, I feel you like that's, suck at this. That's a reverse troll, sort of. It is like. a it is a form of trolling, but I think that at least you're not being mean, you know? It's, it's a positive troll. Yeah. It's not going to result in someone ODing in their bathtub. Fuck, dude. Yeah, you know. I mean... It's... I watched um, Check the Star cry on his live stream today about Aaron. Oh, man. And that guy's like a... He's like an Island Boys ripoff who oh. Aaron Carter worked with for uh, a couple of songs. I think they went on tour together very briefly. Do you think... The and car- then they had a falling out, and then they got back together. Do you think the career was, was uh, in music specifically, was uh, following an upward trajectory, Mitch, or was it going nowhere? I don't know, because, I mean, dude, his last project actually did get downloads and shit. It, it went like, gold. So What the hell is that? Uh, I don't know how many sales gold is. Okay. Uh, it's less than diamond. It's and not less platinum. Than, it's yeah. not platinum, that's for sure. But, you know, there are people who are more relevant that don't go gold. Yeah, and as a he's independent, probably right. Nobody's no, he's not. I on, think he is current. Oh, no, he yeah. was on Sony last time. Oh, really? That, gotcha. Okay, well. So I mean, I feel like any shitty artist can go gold with a publishing deal. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just a matter of it's it's a weird thing because it's got me thinking a lot about Kanye West because he's also a a, a a celebrity who kind of is having a bit of a public downfall, kind of how Aaron Carter did, and definitely a different way for with, sure a with, much more expensive yeah, yeah exactly he has so much more to lose than aaron carter aaron carter, well, aaron carter technically lost everything it just took you know 10 years you know he, he had to become old and slowly lost his entire empire and now you know he's just a, a guy who owns a house and some dogs uh whereas kanye it all happened so quickly 
And I feel like Kanye uh, probably has more assets that, you know, I'm sure Kanye has fucking 15 houses and a bunch of shit to sell to, to keep himself. Yeah, he's been famous for way longer. Yeah, and like he's still getting checks from from Gold Digger. You know what I'm saying? Like he, yeah. every month he gets a check from Spotify or, or whatever. So like he still has a, a, a revenue stream. Kanye doesn't have to go on OnlyFans and show his asshole to like Russian men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> that would be wild if we enter into the OnlyFans Kanye. It's crazy era. to me that... Uh, uh, Aaron Carter died this week, and somehow that's the the death that we're talking about, and right. not even mentioning the fact that Takeoff. Well, I was gonna mention okay, Takeoff, yeah. but it, it, I we feel could like, have naturally transitioned into. Well, it. I, I that was kind of natural, although I, you know, I, I can't I can't knock that. Thank you. I did want to just point out the fact that Takeoff, you know, the least painful Migos to lose. You know what I'm saying? What? And I mean for the for the culture, I guess. Like, this is wait, a bad. This is a bad take, Dave. <laughs> Quavo, Quavo and Offset are way more uh, popular and uh, relevant in pop culture is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, bad take. What are you going to do? Takeoff you know? take was probably the best Migo. Yeah, he was the he best He was the most rapper. talented one. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Wait, really? I guess I don't know. Really what I'm saying, talking. Mitch, is not that he was not the best. I'm saying that he was the most poorly branded. And also the fact that, dude, like hours prior to his death... His like homie in the driver's seat has a gun like just on the driver's seat, and he dies at a at a dice game gone wrong in a bowling well, alley. Dude, also, allegedly, his own people clipped him. Yeah, but Apparently I thought it was, it was I thought it was friendly fire. It yeah, wasn't that, like yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, his yeah, own person. Fire. Well, yeah, I just it wasn't like his own people turning on him. No, it was an accident, a tragic happenstance. Can't believe we lost takeoff, man. I'll miss that man, goddamn. Uh -huh. Probably the best me go. Y'all wish I could have seen a show, but I'll never see those dudes live. Man, I wish that he had survived. That guy takeoff, career was about to take off. Now that he wasn't held down by the dudes that's so profound, he was out in Houston, about to do some cool shit. Family. All of a sudden, some dude just pull out the fucking thing and bruh. They put the bando in the Wikipedia. And nobody thanked them. And I gotta say, man, they was some dank men. Oh. A trio. I love the Migos. They were, uh, ooh, adios mio. I'm gonna miss them. Um, Frio. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, gangsta rap is back. And I'm about to wear a hat with a cat. Yeah, you know me. I ain't never going back. But, uh, yeah, um, I just feel like there comes a point where you've gained so much success in music and you have the money to like level up and say, all right, I'm done with this like street lifestyle where I'm walking around with weapons and like gambling off the books. Like there's a more leveled up. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not knocking like the lifestyle. If you're, I feel like historically that's just been proven to be wrong. Cause these, there's been so many, people who have kind of made it and it just if their past kind of catches up to them in a sense is the is the way like i guess i i wish it would have been like because you see people like 50 cent who come from a like a some uh a, a, a lifestyle of selling drugs and violence and then they transition into being like oh i own businesses well now I do all this. and he he kind of made it a point to do that though he was like i am no longer a hood ass dude yeah he like it was kind of his 
career trajectory. He's like, all right, I have money now. I'm going to be the vitamin water guy that makes TV shows. And I mean, I guess it's it's just th there's so many people who end up in in rap music who were successful business people illegally. You know, if you're a successful drug dealer, it's wild that Young Thug is going to be in prison for the rest of you his life. You know what life. I'm saying? Like that's Whoa, wild. Dude, dude. The Young Thug shit, when I heard they were hit with a Rico charge, my first thought, I'm like there's no way Young Thug is like really in the street like that. Like that's fucking nuts. Yeah. And then when they started like cuz also, bro, they said they've been working on this case for like eight years or something well yeah no like I, I think it was because uh, i mean that was kind of when he started popping off was in 2014 granted he still he had a few mixtapes with rich homie kwan before then and whatnot but that was when he started getting the the young the young money money and uh yeah so i think that this is just a for him specifically it was it was just a matter of he was doing the dirty before he got famous and Maybe it's not that hard to get out of, even though you have the means, maybe, perceivably, to get out of it. There are other people involved that make it so that you can't. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, eight years to fucking lock this dude up? Who has the time and energy to persist through that, dude? Oh, you got to make an example of him. Well, no, I think whoever is persisting through the case is trying to make a career for themselves. Like it's, yeah, it's like, like a the, motivated officer. Yeah. No, if you bring down young thug, yeah, that's, that's a big, you, you get, you're, you're a detective after that or whatever you get, yeah, up, you get your badge, <laughs> your sergeant or whatever the fucking ranks are. Uh, I got a P Mitch. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to keep you on the line, and, Sweet dude. but I'm going to hit him with the Chris. It's great to be back. I'll, I'll hang out with you, Mitch. All right. I'll be right back. Dude. You said troon porn. What's that? Well, like, you guys don't know what a troon is. A troon is just like a nickname for trans people who look like cartoons because they're like, you know. Oh, so it's a slur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one that hasn't hit the filters yet. Jeez. You know, so <laughs> a trans person that looks like a cartoon because of the surgery they've had? Well, just they don't look like a real person, you know. Oh, I get what you're saying. Damn, that. Or it's like you can just spot them, you know. There's a there's a trans woman that uh, keeps popping up in my Bumble. It might be Hinge, like probably Hinge. Dude, uh, that's why I deleted Hinge. I was so because of the trans people. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, you could just <laughs> swipe left or whatever the the direction. Dude, but is. I was sw I was like, okay. I'm already wasting time on this app, but now I'm wasting time on people who aren't even women. Like, how the fuck is there a way to not filter this out? Man, you're Woo! coming you're, you're coming off super progressive, Mitch. Bro, you can... This is the part that drove me the most insane. You can do preferences on Hinge for race. So they can be like, I never want to see a black person on that, here. Really? You can like, do that? No, yeah. I, I don't... I think uh, it doesn't... You can't exclude, but you can get certain ones that you want promoted oh so you can say i prefer whites yeah i don't think there's a, a an option to, i don't think there's a no blacks option <laughs> that you can check uh but i do think that you can be like i, I want to date someone who's white which you know one it's could argue same. is yeah. a well, workaround like, for okay. the same thing this is a this no, is a, way worse than why the fuck i guess the part that annoyed me the most i'm like why are you matching me with people that I literally am not interested in. Like, well, no, I, I would man. argue that the who the trans individual that made that account signed up as a woman. Yeah, uh. So they're gonna show up in your fucking timeline, bro, because. 
they're not a bro they believe they're a woman yo so uh sometimes you match uh with a man a lady who was trans uh yeah i'm in trance considering if i should do this man's a girl a lady i mean is she hot enough i is might she? i might give a kiss and touch i might Ooh. yeah you know i might if she got the stuff is she pre or is she pro stop bruh yeah we've talked about this uh if she got tits and we kiss and then uh we're at the crib and all of a sudden uh i see that dick just don't tell my friends yo i spent all night with her yeah you know me and i might call a sister uh -huh. yeah we're gonna have a trans three-way yeah she's a woman so you know it's not gay it's not gay it's not gay uh i just wanna go and play uh with a uh, Mitchell, here's what I'm saying. I was watching the second episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia season one, and mm. Mac, who is you know gay, um, <laughs> is hitting on this girl at a bar, and she's hot. And then she goes back and tells people, and then they're like, "That's a dude." And that, is, that is in the first season. That's like the second episode. Here's what I'm saying. That's the, the gay bar. Episode, the person. Right? No, no. That's I think that's oh. episode one. But no, the episode one is D is dating a black guy. This is turning into the It's Always Sunny <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the, no, but what I'm saying is if you're at a bar and you start talking to a woman and you're like, man, this chick's hot. And then you're back at the crib and then all of a sudden there's a dick there. What's really the big deal? You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't this isn't that gay listen to me <laughs> i'm attracted to uh on a woman on the surface i'm attracted to a woman and then once we get down to it there's a dick and i'm like fuck now we can't penetrate but maybe we jerk each other off you know like how uh, this is a woman with a dick in my head because i was sold woman at the beginning so i'm not gay so you maybe just get some head or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it It seems like a chick. You know, she's like a chick, and now you both have dicks. It's we're, like, we're, we're digging the biggest hole <laughs> I've ever... I've ever seen us dig. No, on this I've podcast. I've done, I've gone on this take before on this podcast, like literally uh, three Dave, weeks ago. I think there's you got to do some self examination <laughs> here. <babe>. I I <laughs> need to be tricked until the dick is then revealed, and then I'll go over the line. I, you can't open with dick. I, it, it's funny There's to me that no level of horny to me that would ever be like, all right, let's let's figure this out. No, Mitchell, listen to me. Listen so to me. It's not even a matter of horniness. Listen to me, Mitchell. The <laughs> hottest woman you've ever seen, and your guys are at the bar, and she's super in. She's got big tits. She you loves have, your podcast. Yeah, she thinks IAL is the greatest podcast the in the world. First red flag. <laughs> red flag right there. I'm glad first you went there. Flag. I'm glad you went there. It, 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 all, all of the things are clicking, and she's like, let's go back to my place. And then you're at her place. You're making out. She's blowing you. You're loving it. And then all of a sudden, boom, you see it. You don't just figure it out at that point. No, I would not. <laughs> I, 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 so I feel like I got to sympathize with Mitch here. I do feel like if all of a sudden an actual human penis was introduced into the equation, my uh, my high school internalized homophobia would, would, would take okay, over. Here's, here's really, here's like, really, that's where fight or flight kicks. Here's, yeah. what, here's what would really happen. Here's what would really happen. That person would never reveal their genitalia to you. You would just get had or you guys would, they would, they would manage the situation in a way to where you never actually had to uh, like have full on sex with them. So they get to be a part of the experience and fully experience it as a woman in your eyes. And then you would never even know. 
Have you ever gone home well, with a chick and she never really wants to do the whole thing? But then, you know, you well, might have banged. You might. Be completely honest, okay, Dave. You, you lost me at um, a chick took me home. That was kind of where. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're a property owner I, now. You're like, shit, we, we got three bedrooms and, a, and an office. Yeah, we should uh, plan a trip down to Detroit and hang out with Mitch in his house. We, uh, could, we have our own rooms in there, apparently. I mean, he, he, I feel like he needs to invite us. Are we just going to invite ourselves? No, dude. Sure, we're, dude. We're welcome. Okay, Mitch, uh, let's set a date. There's a there's a spirit flight. It's got to be LA, after April. L.A. to Detroit. Yeah, yeah. We, we're in some financial struggles right now, but L.A. to Detroit, maybe uh, maybe in March. No, May. Yes, let's do that. I'm pick down. up Bamfomania at the airport. Dude. <laughs> That'd Although, be sick. Dude, I've actually never dude. met Mitch in real life before. Although I think yeah, we, we were true. in the same place at at the same. We've time, been in but... the same buildings. <laughs> He's taking photos of you. You've from... met him like twice. Yeah. Yeah, Mitch and I have podcasted in person. We've we've done the we've done the whole we've had sex with women. Dave, I used to watch your videos after Orange Cap made them. Oh yeah, yeah, those were the days, bro. Dude, you got to link with Orange Cap. I guess you're not in Grand Rapids anymore, but that dude could impart some wisdom to you. Yeah, he uh, he he really uh, helped us um, make some videos when when Alex was more on the making music side than than the video side and yeah yeah he's like the only videographer i've met that i'm like all right i could work with this guy and trust that it's going to turn out well one of the big things with andy was that he um he had so many videos that he was working on so he would crank them out super fast and i remember it would be a thing where we were like giving him too many notes like it was like all right come on guys like enough with the fucking notes. yo and i get it I don't want some fucking bitches being like, could you please turn down the fucking B's and the C's? Could you maybe uh add some more contrast and some saturation? Yeah, I'm going across the nation. Mm -hmm. Yo, could you make this shot like slightly smoother? Get that warp stabilizer on that shit, yo. Put it nice, sir. Uh, I don't mean to be rude, but yo, could you cut this shot, dude? I don't like it. I don't like how it flows. Yo, you know me. I already know. Hey. I've been editing videos, so since I had clothes. Hey, Andy. Uh, this video is dandy. But could you please make me not look like a fatty? Ooh. Could you also make look make my face look nice? Yes. Could you please make it look like I don't have lice? Yo, that's possible. You just gotta get that focus, bro. You gotta get a filter, make your skin silky smooth. That's just how I do. Yo, don't mean to be rude. Yo, uh, th I had a chick one time um, ha that had me apply a skin smoothing effect Whoa. to her video and it just made the export time so much longer yeah it was fucking so how about you just put on makeup how yeah, about yeah. You, or how about you just you know gain some the self-confidence and security where this doesn't bother you yeah yeah because this isn't going away you know the first few times that uh, we made a video i remember like coming to grips with my appearance and, <laughs> and there was a point where i was like fuck dude i look like shit this sucks and then after the third video i was like all right this is what you look like just fuck it let's go yeah no that's a thing uh but i i feel like it's kind of like how everyone hates the sound of their own voice everyone hates how they look as well but you know beauty is in the eye of the beholder i came up with that there's uh Fuck, I was trying to do something about... Suck a dick. Mitch, what, say something. 
something. God, fuck, sorry, dude. dude. I'm just I'm thinking about Kanye, dude. Oh yeah. So uh, Kanye, um, just a recap for people who have been living under a rock. Uh, went de- Defcon Five on the Jews. Uh, no Defcon Defcon Three. And he also re- have you seen uh, how he recently apologized to black people? To all black people. Did he apologize to all black? I mean, it wasn't like a, a press conference, but he's like, this dude is just walking around uh, outside like a normal person and being approached by people with like cell phones and filming him. So obviously, he just wants to start shit, but and like in front of some business in the street, wearing his Carhartt and his dumb hat, um, like they're filming him and they're asking him questions, and he at some point says. Uh, I apologize to black people for uh, how my comments, you know, affected something along those lines. Um, so he's backtracking. Uh, he's backtracking in a very condescending way. I don't think he's condescending way. Yeah, there you go. I don't think he's actually uh, reeling back anything. That Mitch, he's can you stop chopping onions right now, please? I'm not chopping onions. What are you talking about? That was dude? supposed to be funny. Like you're oh. making noise in in the manner of oh, which sorry. a person chopping onions would be making. But the, my favorite part about the Kanye tweet was like, one, he didn't even say Defcon right, and also Defcon three is the middle. Like one is low, I think five is high, and so saying I'm going Defcon three is like. Well, he invented Not his own even, scale. On DefCon, yeah. three is the highest. And then, dude, I also love that people were acting like Kanye is going to be responsible for, like, Crystal Knot. I think I said that wrong. You know, the night where they went and broke all the Jewish businesses? like a, No. A, what, what is that? It's like a hate it's crime? It's like K-R-I-S-T-A-L. And it's like an event? It was an event in the 30s in Germany where, like, they went and pretty much destroyed all the Jewish businesses and, like, looted them. And people were acting like a manic celebrity who sells sneakers is going to, like, cause an uprising, you know? Like, nah. I, mean, I don't think Kanye's, like, educated enough to be an anti-Semite. Hey, he has an like, honorary involved- PhD, dude. Well, no, he thinks that he's Jewish, so there's, like... In his brain, he's not being anti-Semitic, right? Because he's like he's a, the Jews, uh, blacks are the original. Jews. Right. That's that's what's going on in his head. Well, um, I think the the biggest thing I learned, I was like, conspiracy theories are definitely a part of white culture. You know, what do you leave mean? Make, leave making up conspiracies to the whiteies. You know, <laughs> Cause I would argue, yo, I've heard some pretty wild conspiracies from my black friends, yo, you gotta be pleased when you hear them talking about uh, the galaxies and uh, how they're not uh, interesting or uh, existing. Yo, me and a whitey in the Illuminati, uh, me and a hottie getting naughty, uh, talking about conspiracies. Yo, flat earth, the moon is hollow, that's just how it is, yo, I'm hanging out with a dude shooting a music video, and he's telling me about how uh, the video of JFK was fake. And that guy is still alive out there today. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, bro, I don't know. Okay. 
And next thing you know, I'm thinking he's crazy. Uh, yeah, the pyramids were made by aliens. Uh, I heard that when I was barely 10. Uh, but it turns out they were Egyptians. Uh, yeah, I've been. I just think that there's, uh, you know, there's crazy people on. Uh, white people's conspiracies are, uh, are always more disturbing. <laughs> they're more. They're more in depth. What, yeah, do mean, what do you mean? Clarify. They're, they're, they, I, I, I'm not saying they're more complex. I'm saying that it's uh, like keep going. Keep the, going. Like I, it, it is a white man's thing to be like uh, the government is completely calculated and has planned every step of this, and it goes even deeper than that. It's like I don't know. There's like a whole stereotype for black guys. They call them Hotep. Dudes oh, that, dude, like, that's I'm like, so glad that Kanye's bringing black Israelite hoteps into the mainstream. Right. No. It, <laughs> Although it, he, it, like, dude, he's not even saying shit that they say. He's, like, made his own strain of it. Like, he's not even saying, like, Louis Farrakhan shit. Kanye's, like, made up his own version of it. Oh, he probably thinks he's more important than Farrakhan. And you know what? The the I'm pretty sure that uh, one of the things that Kanye thinks that the black Hebrew Israelites think is something that comes uh, to like is something similar to what the nation of Islam has, which is that the white man was manufactured by a Jewish by scientist. Yacoub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that the, so that is a <laughs> no, pretty. No, he's not Jewish. He's like a black guy with a ginormous head. Yeah, yeah. he's got a big brain. Well, yeah. he was a black Jew, right? Yakub is a Jewish name. Yeah, I think that there is I some is, so, Israelite yeah. shit in there. No, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and the, and the white devil was manufactured over centuries it on is, an it, island. It's so like absurd but it's also you know a talking snake in the garden of eden is just as crazy if not crazier right than uh some uh ancient black mad scientist inventing the white race oh he's hit the streets again. yeah dude i think i think mitch is huffing right now <laughs> i'm hearing it i'm not seeing it though what's duster it's just the my stuff computer he, i've got some in my room right now oh he was he was so aaron carter was like huffing that shit yes it's insane yeah, and he was like really addicted to it for like what? years. What? I, I don't understand. Like you can afford cocaine and heroin. Like just get that shit. Well, Duster, I don't think he could. I'm almost, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Duster is like its own beast. There are some people who prefer Duster. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, I've, I've heard some stories of like that that is like the drug of choice it can be it can easily become that just because uh i don't know ease of access yeah that's a big thing well yeah no yeah you can buy it 24 hours right like if you can just it's the same way how like alcohol gets abused because of how easily accessible it is oh and dude one of the things about aaron carter was like days but like literally two days ago he took a photo with a fan in like the computer section of like a store at like ten thirty at night. Right, and he was in. He was in, yeah. He was and he said in the video, "I'm just searching for a new keyboard," and no, it was because he was there buying Duster. And and up until his death, he was claiming to be sober. He was just lying to everyone blatantly He's about like, being sober. Yes, he was like. He, he fancied himself like uh, an advocate for sobriety that had well, pushed past like, his hard times. That's crazy. He's also like, I'm pr I smoke weed and I'm prescribed Xanax, and it's like so you're not sober. <laughs> well, you know, no. there's there's the California sober thing where it's yeah. like, well, that's what he said. But I'm like, I don't think being prescribed Xanax is sober in any. Definition. I'm pretty sure there <laughs> isn't a psychiatrist in this world prescribing regular Xanax use like every person prescribing Xanax at this point is doing it in a like all right here's these if you need them 
in like a panic situation. Yeah, I've heard that it is. It's become a last minute diagnosis. No, yeah, it's literally like, okay, here's like seven Xanax for when you have a panic attack or something right. like that. It's not something that you take regularly to manage uh, anxiety because that's not an effective way. Yo, I've taken Xans and let me tell you, uh, my fucking mans, it's something that catches up with you. It might take uh, maybe a week or two, but I've taken some Zans and let's just say, damn, it affected my plans that day. Oh, uh, Sam hit me up and was like, I got some bars. And so I hit, I took some and didn't get far. I lost Yo. my cell phone. I left it at Jimmy Jones. Next thing you know, the next morning I'm alone and I can't remember <laughs> anything that happened the day before. I can't even remember having a good time and I felt sore. Yep. All the anxiety I didn't have for three days is back and it's bad. Mm. I'm having it all right now. It's stacked up and it feels like I need a plow. It only takes a few bad experiences with Xanax to realize that you don't need it. And uh, for me, it was just the one. And I was like, yo, I think I'm done, son. Not fine. Um, having to get a new cell phone sucks. I think you went back and found yours, didn't no. you? No, I found my wallet. Oh. Luckily. Did you lose your shit, dude? Oh, yeah. I, and I don't remember anything that happened. I think, uh, the next morning. Recently? No, this was like four oh. years ago almost. Dude, yeah. I never understood why people like Zans because every time I did it, I just forgot. It was like blacking out, dude. And I hate, I hate well, if you, if you take If you take too much, yeah, definitely. But I'm pretty sure uh, the Zans that were in my life were made in a basement in Michigan or something. And oh, I, I, I would take like... The pressed. The dude, pressed and now things. they all have like fentanyl in them. It's, yeah. There's no reason to be no, doing I, that yeah, kind yeah. of shit anymore. But there comes, a, there comes a point where you're taking them regularly and you're dosing yourself, you know, every couple of hours and you do not give a fuck. You feel like you're the... Also, you forget how many you take. My it, that's true you forget how many you take and you also start to like be very rude to the people in your life it's like <laughs> <laughs> because you don't give a shit you literally have like there's a level of anxiety that you need to be cordial <laughs> so yeah. that, so no, you absolutely. don't hurt others uh it's yeah like taking too many zans is like being autistic you know just completely yes. erases the filter a hundred percent no and, and I, I, uh, an experience i had previous to the the shitty losing phone and wallet thing uh, I had taken Xanax and then dropped acid and then forgot that I had dropped the acid. And then all of a sudden I'm tripping acid and I don't know what the hell, like, why am I tripping acid right now? And I had to come to the conclusion that I must have taken acid <laughs> while on Xanax. It was bonkers. That's probably a great thing to do while tripping, though, is have a Xanax to calm the, calm oh, yeah, the nerves. That's, that definitely helps. But I mean, then you don't, you, the next day you don't remember the trip or anything. So oh, it's like, so they kind of ruin, the it yeah. ruins the whole, well, maybe you, I, I think it's all about properly dosing. You know what I'm saying? Like Drake said, uh, on the, in the song, uh, I took half a Xan, you know? And, and he remarks on how that's the proper dose. <laughs> exactly. and that he did it. Uh, he measured it and I, he, based on experience. He actually says that it had him out like a light. So actually, that might be too much. Yeah. No, I need to take a quarter of a sand. <laughs> well, if he's mixing it with, with liquor, then that would be a problem. Ugh. Yeah. I, uh, there's, a, there's a song on YouTube that you can look up called Fucked Up Hybrid uh, on our YouTube channel, which is a, a, based on the origin of me waking up in my car like parked in front of our house and I was just that's a good ass video too that's a classic yeah that video fucking rules I 
I literally had just been partying and I had taken Xanax and I was drinking also. And the next morning I woke up and I had just parked in the, in the parking lot behind my house. And I was like, Oh shit. Um, I think I've woken up in my car before. Yeah. There was one time I got really drunk. I woke up in my car and that's I also crazy. had puke on myself. Ugh. Yeah. Well, what, what's funny is I didn't drive. I was at a party and I was like, I'm going to go chill in my car for a second. And then you just woke up in the and car. And then the next, yeah, it was like four in the morning, party's over, I wake up in my car, I've got puke on me. Mitch, you're you're <laughs> serving us as a white noise machine at this point. Oh, shit, I'll go. Dude, did you guys see that uh, story about an NBA player who fell asleep in his car and someone took a photo of him and he had a bag of Doritos in his lap <laughs> and a fucking blicky on his lap Whoa. like a Stenko mag. The gun and the Doritos? Yeah, and his hand was like in his pants. There's a, like an empty bag of like nacho cheese Doritos Man. and a fucking Glock. That's a lifestyle right there. Yeah, I mean... It could happen anytime. I could be just mind in my own business. Just eating some Doritos in my Lexus. I gotta keep the strap on me if I exist. I ain't sexist. Pull up in the Lexus. Yeah, you know me. Ask me what's next, bitch. I might pull out the fucking 44. Uh, and aim it at a whore with the door. Knock on my window while I'm smoking the endo. And I'm eating some motherfucking Doritos. Nacho cheese, if you please. Yo, get on your knees. I got the Glock in your mouth and I'm about to make you pee. Yo, don't ranch, uh, don't, don't hate on my cool stance while I'm chewing on the cool ranch. Woo. Doritos with my fucking Glock. Yup, I had my hands gripping on my cock. Was it regular nacho cheese or spicy? No. I wanna know, would you do this nightly? Don't walk up to me while I'm eating the cheesy, it's dereasy. Let me shout out the fucking uh, beats really quick because we've been going for a minute. Notorious by Slam Beat, November by Balance Cooper, uh, number seven, Misantropo by Harold Beats, Underground by High Frequency, Direct Deposit by Broke Boy, King Kudo by Louie, Old Money by Ty Beats, Vision by Reese Beats, Cold by Ocel Beats, Blood In and Blood Out by Anabolic Beats. And we got just a few more. Mitch, have you? when's the last time you went to Dave & Buster's? I don't think I've ever been to Dave & Buster's. Well, it's, that's, it's, I don't think you're missing out on too much, but it's something weird about Dave & Buster's. I'm bringing this up because I was there today for my girlfriend's kid's eighth birthday. Why did um, you take a child to take Well, it, it, listen, it, there's <laughs> what the fuck? It's a it's a place where kids are. Like it, it's a place Wait, I thought Dave and Buster's was like sold as like for adults. It so there's a bar and there's like like it's like a sports bar, but then all the games are like catering to, you know, kids and teenagers. Like it's not exclusively for adults. People go there with their kids, but I'm glad you bring this up because, bro, there are just grown ass men drinking and running around. And then there's kids running around. And if I was a pedophile, I would post up at the Dave and Buster's daily because you could have snagged up my girl's kid in a heartbeat at this place, dude. It was fucking insane. So you're, this is your advice to pedophiles everywhere. Pull up at the Dave and Buster's because there are plenty of parents not really being careful. It's funny because that is like the running joke that pedophiles would hang out at like a Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. No, fuck Chuck E. Cheese because Chuck E. Cheese is meant for kids. 
However, Dave and Buster's, there's no there's no alcohol at Chuck E. Cheese. You can't go to Chuck E. Cheese and pick up a fucking double shot of tequila and a and a, and a blue moon. Like there are people walking around the arcade drinking fucking sixteen ounces, and then there's a kid next to them playing fucking living uh, uh, Walking Dead, and just fucking grab this kid and let's go home. This is my son now. So you would raise him and give him a good home. <laughs> I. There wouldn't be any pedophilic intent. One of the funny things was that because I went to this thing because my girlfriend was like, oh, you know, you're in his life. You should be there. And also my ex is bringing his girlfriend. So we have to be cooler than them. And I mean, she didn't say it like that. But in my head, I was like, I'm got to be cooler. That's than definitely either. what's happening. So then I pulled up and I met the ex and the ex. Oh, no, sorry. Wait, the, whose ex was this? my girlfriend's ex, the oh. baby daddy is dating a new woman who looks like my girlfriend. So the wow. ex the ex got uh, dude, I love people who date a very, very, very specific. Oh type. yeah. He's got a type. Like they just date clones. And what's what? fu- what's funny is that I've dated uh, women that like my my current girlfriend looks like my college girlfriend and th- there's been some overlaps, but it's just one of those things that as a as a person's uh ex person, you can be like, oh I still have a little bit of control over them because I know that they're looking for me in every new partner that they get. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it's not you necessarily. That brings you comfort. Yeah, knowing it, that. it brings you. It gives you a little <laughs> bit of power. You're like, oh, she wants dudes like this or guy or girls or whatever. You know, you're a sociopath. Bro. I yeah, I think you know. I'm just maybe overanalyzing. Did you do bit. any gaming when you were? A yeah, game? yeah. So, uh, well, the way that these events work is that all the kids get an unlimited card, and one of the kids didn't pull up. So I had one of the cards. No way. Yo, so I was fucking shooting zombies and it was fucking sick. Yeah, I had the blick and I was fucking lit. And I didn't drink because in my head I had to think, oh, what if these fucking people think? Yo, I'm playing House of the Dead and I got a fucking blue moon in my head. Yeah, ooh, next I'm gonna uh, play that game that, that gives you all the tickets, the coins, and it pushes them, that one. Yup, I'm getting drunk and blowing skunk and all these kids, they're just want to play and run uh i'm like all right you go and have some fun while i'm sitting here like i'm laying in the sun son yo dave and busters yo i don't know if i could muster the courage to go there i don't know if i would ever show my face there i don't know if i would care uh let's start a yep. race where it'd be suck it'd be sick if i had a friend named buster and it was a chick and then me and her could pull up to the dave and buster and be like look it's i was gonna say like if if uh uh, you know, like you could have a a, a a podcast of your own in the future. It's called, called Dave, Dave and Busters. Buster. And, you know, it's just you and whoever you have on. And they're the busters. And you're busting their chops or they're busting your chops. And it's just a chop busting fest. I could see myself uh, if I was like a just a bad parent, you know, um, going to the Dave and Busters with a kid and being like, all right, here's a card with unlimited games on it. And then posting up at the bar and just getting lit. And then just letting the kid run around. I assume that's a regular thing that happens. But that's insane. Isn't that insane? What was crazy is that I thought, oh, the kid is going to run around and I'll be able to locate them easily. Once the kids start running around, you cannot fucking locate them quickly. And if they're gone for more than five minutes, you're like, all right, shit. This kid could be in fucking San Diego by now. I got to get this battery pack for this phone or it's going to die. Mitch, keep talking. What are you drinking, dude? You're burping like a fucking I'm drinking animal. Miller, Miller Light, dude. All right, that's why you're burping like crazy. I um, was drinking Miller High Life. Um, for- I can't do it. Too many calories in the Miller High Life, dude. Well, you know what is crazy is that 
I had bought 40s. It was 40s. In oh, life. dude, I fucking love that. Was like my go. That was like my branding in college. I mean, it's just the bro. I bought it was for, I bought like four Miller High Life 40s because we were having a party, and it was like twelve dollars for four 40s. I was like, we could get a village drunk. Don't they also sell like a giant shoe that you can drink out of at at Dave and Buster's? I'm pretty sure there's a big glass shoe. Damn, and it's it's like a yard of beer, like they do at the yard house or whatever. No, I I I didn't notice that, but maybe maybe I wasn't. It was like the party was at 11:30 a.m., so I was like not really yeah, ready to be point. Re, not ready to be drinking. <laughs> and also, there's all these other. This isn't like West LA's and all the all these other like preppy parents who are like woke LA people are there, and it's completely <laughs> awful if your child picks friends that have parents that you don't like. Like that is, I mean, thankfully this is the first time I've had. Well, I think that that is what usually happens that uh, I remember there's like an old Louis CK bit about how kids pick their friends and it's literally just, you're adjacent to me. So we're friends. They have nothing in common. They don't necessarily share interests. It's like, oh, we're both the same age and we're next to each other. And then you're just required to hang out with that kid's parents now. Um, yeah, no, I think that that's totally a vibe. There was this mom that wouldn't let her kid drink Sprite. Like the kid was like, mom can I have Sprite. And she was like, no, the, the and she, a lot she, of sugar. She was like, drink water. And there was no water. <laughs> like they had brought only, <laughs> only soda to the table. So like this kid had to sit there while everybody else was like getting turned on sugar and carbs. It's and, bullshit though. It's a party. You should let your kid drink some Sprite. What's bullshit is that you brought all these kids to this party but now you have to stay like I feel like you could have just dropped off the kids at the Dave and Buster's. I wouldn't be surprised if some parents did that. Did every parent? No, bro. Every, every parent stayed. Every single parent stuck around and it was real profound the way we all just were astounded at the environment not really being safe. Like this is LA. They might take you great. Now that I think about it, it would be pretty crazy to leave your kids unattended. I don't know why I did say that shit earlier, yo. But whatever. Uh, I think that uh, staying with your kids is clever. Yo, I don't fucking trust anybody even if they have a fun to trust. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I won't ever bust. Uh, it's a must for me to always thrust. You'll never bust, but you were at the place of Dave's <laughs> where they buster and uh, they make it great. And I'm pretty sure that place is run by slaves. It's slave labor. You should cancel them today. Uh, I don't want to be employed at a place where kids can play with toys. Uh. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. The whole time I was there, I was like, these employees are all um, thinking about unaliving themselves every moment, <laughs> every moment. Because there's kids coming up to them being like, how does this thing over here work? And I then, put the thing in here and yeah. it did this and now yeah. I don't know what and, it's doing. And dad's in the back just fucking crushing Miller Lite and like. It's just, it's a shit show. It's the worst business of all time. And the people who created it just like are, are setting these kids up for failure. They're, they're, they're catering this environment for, for families to be broken. Even when I was a child, uh, arcades weren't like my, my thing. I was never like allowed to be. Really? In I loved arcades. Well, I kind of, I, I loved them too, but they were, um, like, I, 
my parents would never take me to an arcade because it's, that, it's just you would you could spend like fucking forty five bucks at an arcade and 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 you've played a video game for maybe two hours. Yeah, yeah, and it's also. It's a kid's casino, dude. It is. Yes. Over, it's overstimulating. The children don't really know how to like. They don't have impulse control. We're adults and we don't have impulse control. Like these dudes are fucking eight. You know what I'm saying? And I, I remember being a child, understanding why my parents wouldn't take me there because other parent, other kids' really? parents would take me to arcades, and I would be like, I would have a good time, like it was a friend's birthday party or whatever, and I would be enjoying myself. This is awesome. I love arcades, but I can totally understand why my parents would never take me here. It's like a dollar per play? That is crazy. Right. It's and you and you die within a minute. It's so and then you gotta put in another dollar. Your fucking ass, dude. I was going hard as fuck on time crisis. Yeah, I can't imagine how how much money you wasted on that shit. You're defending arcades right Right, now. All right, let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. Arcades were fun as fuck, dude. I had multiple birthdays at arcades. All right. Well, like Papa Golf Mitch's places. parents were a little w more well off than mine. Look, were. and now he owns property. It worked out. God damn it, man! He I, I'm sick of you having everything handed to you in life, <laughs> Mitch. Okay, he's not gonna come back with you at you. At I'm that. not. No comment, dude. Okay, that's a that's a that's an unfunny way to go about it. Well, here's the thing. Um, can you give us the address of your fifty thousand dollar home so that uh, the fans? It's can not come... fifty thousand. Okay. Fuck <laughs> fifty thousand, dude. Is where. You... Okay, so the thing about like looking at houses in Detroit, dude. Initially, I was looking at only like fifty thousand dollar houses. My realtor kind of laughed at me, and he's like, "You can find them, but you're like literally, dude. Like you're gonna get fucking robbed. They're not livable. Yeah, they're not livable." Or no, well, they're they're livable in the sense that you have four walls, electricity, and heat. But like, dude, my realtor told me he had a former client who moved into like a bad neighborhood, and he like kind of told him not to, but he did anyway. He had four different Dodge Chargers stolen. That's insane, dude. This dude loves Dodge Chargers. One gets stolen, yeah. he gets well, buys like, another one. Insurance dude, keeps paying for it. Insurance, but dude, also in Detroit, Dodge Chargers are like the go-to like hot boy, oh, dope boy. Yeah, I remember. So this, this guy was also kind of basic. That kept getting his basic ass. Well, I mean, fancy he's, car he's Mitch's friend. What do you expect? This is not, no, this nah, is not I'm my kidding. friend. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. This is <laughs> the realtor's but, client. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But the realtor, dude, he let me pick a few houses and like bad neighborhoods and like dude there were multiple houses where i was like literally a little bit afraid to live there to be completely honest dude, you, got, you like, should watch barbarian yeah. tonight you should bro. watch barbarian immediately dude it's literally about uh these people who are ending they end up in a house in detroit and it's in a bad area. No spoilers, bro. And that's it. Is, is this a documentary or like a no, no, no that'd be awesome. <laughs> it's uh it's definitely it's intense. It's not a documentary, but I was at the edge of my seat the whole time before the podcast. We were talking about it and I was just like, this is the best horror movie I've seen this year. It reminds me of this other uh, horror movie. That was the best movie I had seen that year. It's definitely, and the fact that it's based in Detroit, it, it kind of has that, um, that Michigan flavor need. for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's got Justin Long in it, who yep. I don't know oh, if sweet. you like Justin Long. I, I like love Justin. Justin. Yeah, Justin Long Dude, is cool. Fucking, um, 
accepted is unironically one of my favorite yes that was like time. because it was rated pg-13 it was a movie that i was allowed to see as a youngin that uh was actually you know kind of inappropriate in its comedy <laughs> and it was really only pg-13 because they didn't say fuck twice they said let it me see once. your wiener <laughs> and and remember how uh the legend lewis black was uh, Bro. Like the Pimps advisor and whores. or something. Pimps and whores. Yeah, it was such a fucking good movie. Although I, it's been a while since I've seen it, maybe it doesn't hold up. Uh, no, but, dude, that movie honestly was like one of the pivotal inspirations for Impure. To be completely really? honest, yeah. I mean, that I, movie really inspired me. That's cool because I, I would, I would definitely say it. It sort of uh, shaped. It was one of the only teen comedies that I was able that was accessible to me at the time. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it didn't shape my comedy either. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um like it's an the, interesting the, film. The fucking scene where they go into the old school and that shit falls and Jonah Hill screams like a girl, dude. That is literally will never not make me laugh. I haven't seen that movie in probably ten years. So it, it's funny because I I probably watched it at least. 10 times when I was into it, but it's been forever since I've seen it. Yeah. So I don't think I'd be able to recall all. I, the only scene I can really recall is there's one where he's like, where Justin Long's character is standing still and the, uh, the entire student body is like in, in, in fast motion moving around him. And it's one of those cool little uh, artistic shots where the guy yeah, is where he's still, at but, like the college yeah, yeah. that he doesn't want to go to. And let the drummer kick by uh, Citizen <laughs> Cope is playing. Yep. <laughs> um, the last two beats were uh, flutes by Osaya and control by Kyoto. That's it. Hell yeah. That's fucking. But dude, I. One thing about this neighborhood, I last night, dude, I heard at least nine gunshots, yep. two different sessions. Like, dude, people really do just fucking desk pop here, like for seemingly no reason. I mean, what are you gonna do? That's it, it is what Nothing. it is. Nothing. I mean, you get a, all, hopefully you, not you, close to you. Listen, get a get a ring doorbell. Yep, that helps. Get a couple cams, one in the one for each door. And then you get an internal camera, and you get an you get one on the side. You know what you do is is uh, on move-in day, you you check out the neighborhood. You He's find in. you find the biggest, meanest-looking guy, <laughs> and then you have to fucking beat that dude down yeah. mercilessly without provocation. Um, to and, all the neighbors, yeah, just yeah. assault your neighbor. On mm -hmm. the that'll show him. That'll show him that you ain't no bitch. Did you sell your Dodge Charger to get the down payment for the house? No. Uh, you're still stuck with that hunk of oh, shit. Oh, but huh? dude, I actually I got a free five grand from the bank for the house. Oh, like a grant? Yep. They were like, nobody wants this house. We'll help you buy it. Well, no, it's because um, the banks crashed the economy in 2008, and Detroit got hit. Real dude, like Detroit literally has less than like I think seven. It's about like seven hundred thousand people in the city. And, like, all those bad mortgages and shit, like, Detroit had filled back up, and all those bad mortgages they sold just emptied the city. And so, like, there would be a neighborhood, you know, like, 2007 that was, like, completely filled. 2008 happens. There's, like, two houses on the block with people in it. So, obviously, your house value plummets because you don't have any fucking neighbors, yeah. right? And all the houses... So the government made all the banks like set aside money to get people back in these houses. 
and the neighborhood I moved in just happened to be in it. So I got a free five grand from the bank. That's wow. pretty nice. That that that'll ease the uh, the mortgage payments. I assume. Right. He got he in got the long a, term. Did you did you beat the inflation rates, Mitch? Like, are you, did you get locked in at two or three, or is it fucking oh seven percent, no, dude? I got five point eight five. So you got fucked. I know, dude. It's it's like over seven now. That's crazy. Dude, and like, I know someone who bought a house last year and they pay or like two years ago, they pay three percent, dude. And like I got it locked in. And like as soon as I locked it in, it went up. And it, it's it's just going up, dude. It's fucking insane. Well, here's the thing. We don't really uh know much about that because based on the our current trajectory in life, we will never own property. At least not in California. God dude. willing, you know, this podcast will pop off. And I'm sure, you know, having you as a guest is going to help with that. So um, I don't know. You just uh, get your credit back in the green, save up maybe like 10 grand. You could get a house in California. In California? Dude, know. holy shit. Aaron Carter's super hot ex-girlfriend, who is the real estate agent, is literally just posting photos of Aaron Carter and her. Are you on? Are you on Instagram right now? Checking that out? Yeah, that's how little he gives oh, yeah. a shit about this podcast. Nah, man, no, I, he's he's deve- he's creating content right now. Uh, Victor- dude, Victoria was the hottest girl Aaron ever fucked. I she's I, so hot. Dude. I I think I I checked in when he was dating that other like Instagram clout chaser chick. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she was on one of the Adam Twenty Two interviews with. Oh, him. the one who dated like Lil Wayne and Soldier Boy. And yeah, 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 yeah. She was completely using him for clout. Oh, it she, was yeah. There, you could tell that there was like no actual connection there while they were in the interview. There was like it, there was a point where you almost felt like she was like vibing with Adam Twenty Two <laughs> and way more than she was with Aaron. She like, should, they were like flirting be, with each other. She should be on Plug Talk. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she's already been multiple times. I think she's like kind of like uh, one of those sort of stereotypical uh, clout whores. Holy shit. <laughs> I have to text you guys something that Aaron's girlfriend posted. No. Okay, well, well I we, could pull it should up. Should we transition Let's, to doing this on non-pod? Well, I don't know. We're, 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 this is the wind down, and we are talking about Aaron Carter. Uh, I could pull this up, and maybe that's what we end on, is whatever, right. whatever you're No, I'm to. texting it to you guys right now, because this is fucking, this is the most insane. Is it on her Instagram right now? Victoria's, yeah. Okay, I'm looking up Victoria. He just texted it to you. Okay, I haven't received it yet, unfortunately. Whoa, oh my God, we can't read this. <laughs> oh my God, dude, this is... <laughs> dude, isn't that horrible? Uh, uh, for the listeners, this is a, a picture of uh, this woman. Uh, if you want to check out her Instagram, Victoria undersc- underscore... Let's not dox this chick. Uh, regardless she, of she her... She has 21,000 followers, Alex, and she's public. Uh, okay, whatever. Not- we, I won't give out no, the full okay, yeah, IG. I guess you're right. I, uh, it's fine. No, okay. I, I jumped the gun on that, but I don't want to get in the habit of just giving out people's usernames. Victoria willingly. underscore Alexava, and she's at a well, place... Well, I at least follow her because she's hot as fuck. Right. She's, like- she, she, is, uh, she does have an on-the-surface hot physical appearance. And then, oh, she's got like the perfect body. Dude. Basically, so the hot. cap the caption of this is, uh, "These are the rocks he didn't want me to kill myself on." Self delete, <laughs> Dave. 
Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> this is this is pretty bad, and uh, yeah. we we have made a couple comments about uh, unaliving ourselves on this podcast. Um, What's well, this is an interesting post because to me this doesn't necessarily. I mean, it rings like a compassionate tribute honestly like it's really like, yeah it's like this Aaron, why does she even have all those videos dude i guess is it a video i thought it was a photo no i mean dude she uploaded one dude she's uploaded like 28 posts about aaron to her story oh one, just two, today three, four five six in the last two hours dude oh my god one two three what was that what was that uh username again there dave victoria <laughs> With a K, <laughs> underscore twenty-seven posts of Aaron underscore A L E X E V A. Found it. All right, we're going. We're checking out her live. Whoa! All right, here we go. It's her and Aaron on a bike and a message about addiction. Um, so she's, you know, this is a compassionate take. It's another post of Aaron with his dogs. Another compassionate take, and she's talking about people around him enabling him. Uh. The text of her to the manager is pretty wild. I mean, that's it almost that, seems that gives her some it credit. seems like she was like still in love with him based on these posts. Like there's a ton of kind of romantic photos and sentimental things going on here. I mean, she this is the clout chaser, right? No, this is not the cloud chaser. This is the real she estate agent. She was kind of a cloud chaser. Oh, she was. Though, well, maybe she was. Well, the one I'm talking about was but she's not, objectively, she's near obviously. As bad as that one. Yeah, like that it was kind was of her completely. brand was that she was a cloud chaser, this other chick. Uh, okay, yeah. And then we have a manager, Aaron Carter's manager, telling her that she's going to kill him one day. Ugh. No, she's texting the manager. Though. Oh, she texts the manager that she that. Yeah. He, okay, well, hmm. I don't even know Aaron had a manager. Oh, we got a video. I'm not gonna have that going. Dude, holy shit! Aaron Carter's girlfriend is also trending on Twitter in the for me section right now. There's ten thousand quotes that just say Melanie. I'm looking. Oh, up. oh, oh! We got a motherfucking update. She breaks the silence. Who does Melanie Aaron. Martin? Melanie Martin. What does she say? Drop us, us in. Come on. I'm, fo- I'm trying to pull it up. It's We're all scrolling all Instagram at, and Twitter at this point. I'm on Twitter right now, but this is not the same Melanie Martin. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, Mitch, please read. She, she was not there in Orange County. All that she. Wait, what? This sucks. No, dude, it's one of the, it's one of those articles that's actually not an article. It's a video. Oh wait, no. The model shares eleven month son Prince with the late musician shared her thoughts. We are still in the process of accepting this unfortunate reality. Your thoughts and prayers are greatly appreciated. She posted a two second video on TikTok in which she's crying hysterically behind the car, the Yo, wheel of the car. What? While she didn't caption the video, fans were quick to offer their condolences. I feel like it's interesting also uh, when a person dies uh, from an overdose to then um, like blame. Aaron, it. Aaron literally broke up with her, dude, literally two days ago. Whoa. That's I mean, they've bro- they broken up and gone back together like 
six hundreds times. times. No, so, hundreds of times. Dude. So it's not necessarily out of the ordinary. In fact, I was kind of like thinking, oh, they'll be back together in a week or whatever. It's just interesting that when somebody dies from an overdose, then immediately the conversation shifts over to how bad addiction the partner, is, yeah. how terrible like the the illness of addiction is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's, that's an empath. It's, it's an empathetic way. It of, makes sense why that would that that's because it's if someone because you know otherwise you're talking about like it was dumb that he died from drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You um, got to pick an empathetic route to talk about it for sure. But when they're alive, you don't empathize with them as viewing addiction as a as a as a as an illness. You view it as this person's making bad choices. You're right. Yeah. And then they die, and you're like, some people do, some people don't. But yeah, for the most part, I agree that. Uh, Dude, honestly, Aaron Carter's neighbors are probably so relieved. They're probably oh the only. <laughs> like, dude, Aaron has literally ruined their neighborhood single handedly. Right. The property value is shooting up to the point. Um, just people coming and swatting him constantly right. from trolls. Yeah, and dude, fucking uh, that no one YouTube account, Alex, was literally like in cahoots with multiple of his neighbors. They would like submit information to her. And dude, she said she's deleting her whole channel. And she's got like 2 million views on Well, I mean, her like main source of content just went RIP. So I don't like, what else is she going to do? I mean, why delete? The I never even leave it up. I always thought her content kind of sucked. Anyway, it was like, oh, I hated her. Any, I never liked <clears throat> any commentary channels on Aaron Carter. I just like watching them live myself and being like, yeah, this is cool. Commentary on that shit is disturbing to me. Like, it's this is just another guy doing his thing. It's not like you're. It's not like you're giving your review of a movie or something. This is this is a more level of obsession. It's almost like you're stalking this person. If your comment, if your if your whole channel is dedicated to making videos about someone and and doing that kind of bullshit, so I don't know that 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 kind of shit I never really vibed with. I mean, she was also batshit insane. Where she's like, I have a good job, I have health care, multiple properties. I'm like, then why the fuck are you dedicating hours of your life to document Aaron Carter? Maybe, maybe like, she's Jesus. bored. She's got her life is already set. So, you know, maybe she's like retired and she's like, all right, I'm just going to focus on Aaron Carter now. Her sobbing on TikTok is fucking weird. Yo, that oh, is a dude. weird video. <laughs> Melanie Martin is completely retarded. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like she's one of the worst women of all time. Total wet brain. Like, I just don't understand how you film yourself being sad on camera and then post it. And then, like, you're viewing yourself sad, but you're not sad anymore. Or you're not. I mean, dude, she's she's going to be selling pussy pics in a week. So, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Honest to God, dude. Like, there's no way Melanie doesn't just do own. I mean, she's already fans. doing that. So, I mean, it's kind of. I mean, she's going to have, like, Aaron's urn. In and she's going she's gonna to run a like, sale. She's going to run a she's going to run a two for three. I do predict some kind of capitalization on his death on her part. I, I, oh, I think absolutely. you've got something going there for you, Mitch. I think that that's something that's for sure going to happen. Uh, it's just a matter of how it's going to happen. I mean, she already has the son. Uh, to me, it seems dude, like also, that son should get taken away. Money? Is there any fucking money that Aaron Carter has left for her unless he has life insurance? There's no way she's included in, in any wills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, no, but she's the baby mama? No, but there's they're on and on again, off again, if if anything. No, but if she's the baby mama, she's next up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the house gets sold, that's her. 
the house maybe no i i don't think that's no, how that shit works no because yeah they have no legal connection at all you no mean, yeah they're, they're, le- they're legally really connected think- through the child yeah but will right but she has to go through the child and like do you really think aaron carter had a will made up yeah no and wills matter usually like people with uh some type of celebrity have uh business managers and accountants cpas that handle their shit and usually those people have wills. but you you seem to have a fundamental misunderstanding of his relationship with this woman they were like very tumultuous. I don't think that there would be a, a world where he ever wrote her into the world. I'm just saying, yeah. if if she bore his child, now the child is uh, inheriting the assets, and she will be in charge of them until he's 18. Personally, I could. I think how it works is those assets will be inaccessible until he's 18. If if they are all going to him, if that is the situation. Because I don't think, because they're not married. Him and this chick aren't married. She's just the mother of his biological offspring. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there isn't, there aren't very many legal bindings that would ha- give her access to any of his money. Uh, arguably, his, 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 his parents and siblings have more of a of a legal right to it. But if there's no will and there's no like actual laying out who's gonna get this shit, I do think that by default it's gonna go to the kid. And because he's not 18, I don't think that he can necessarily reap the benefits of it until he is 18. And that is my talking out of my ass understanding. I'm pretty sure the guardian of the person inheriting the stuff has a say to an extent of how the assets are managed uh, until then. Like, unless it's a trust, like there are trust funds that are like put in place that can't be touched or like, uh, like they can't be emptied out until a certain point, and even then they. But dude, I also think California has very specific laws on this shit too. Yeah, and I also think that California is very uh, progressive in that it's it like supports the the mother a lot. Like if I wouldn't be surprised if in the coming weeks there are issues brought to light that would question her being fit to be a mother in the first place and i could see that child ending up with someone else no well no dude the child is not with either of them the child's with aaron's grandma or no melanie's grand like bulgarian grandma dude that's that's probably the best case scenario yeah dude what do you guys think mitch uh you want to let the people know where they can find yeah give your plugs my man Okay, what is a child entitled to when a parent dies in California? Spouse and children. If both spouse and children survive the deceased, the spouse inherits all jointly owned property. That, but spouse, but isn't yeah, that a legal no, yeah. term regarding marriage? Yeah, it's more than that. It's it's the who is in in if someone dies a California resident, their next of kin are generally the following person: so, surviving spouse not her registered domestic partner not her yeah i don't think she doesn't qualify as either of those things honestly now that we're talking about this aaron's piece of shit mom is probably realistically gonna inherit well yeah i that's that was kind of what i was thinking it's it's either her or the the son might have something reserved for him but he's not gonna be able to access it so the guardian of the son which maybe won't be the the mom, it'll probably okay, be okay. And also in California, if you don't have a will, the children inherit all the assets. Boom. There we go. Wow. 
we came to the conclusion there. Mitch, give us your plugs. Let's. Where can uh, people find um, you? Follow if anyone's listening on Instagram. Uh, we're getting podcasts back out there tomorrow. I don't know when this drops, but hopefully there will be a new one by the time this drops. Um, fucking tomorrow. Yeah, oh, or it might be. Yeah, the next there day. will be new episodes tomorrow. Whenever you listen to this, there will be a new episode out. Yes. Um, so finish listening to this, and then immediately click over to if anyone's listening, and at least listen to it long enough for him to get a view count. Yep. That's all that matters. <laughs> Mitch, are you gonna? Uh, uh, I sent you that 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 thing that uh, I drew for you, right? Oh, dude. Yeah, Dave. That's a, I'm very excited to drop that that's one of the best ial art pieces we've got so far so keep Hell an, yeah keep an eye out for that a little a little fun uh artwork oh yeah that, that i we commissioned did. the hooded ninja trademark pending hooded at, some, at hooded ninja studios on instagram yeah, folks uh, yeah. hopefully uh, we'll be able to uh, uncover that for you guys soon follow us at banfomania on youtube instagram and tiktok we fucking busted uh, our 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 views record on uh instagram reels this week so i was fucking dude, yeah your excited. last video dude i saw the fucking likes on that it was like 360 right yeah, yeah we did pretty good i was like fuck yeah dude hopefully the algorithm keeps gracing us and if i can just keep putting up the work you can follow me at salt and satire uh, Bubba Y, two B's, three B's, two Y's. Uh, hit me up if you need a music video. I am ready to work with y'all. I'm really good at it. Check my check my track record. It it fucking speaks for itself. And uh, Mitch gave his plugs already. I mean, you've got like six Instagram accounts. Yeah. Is that the only one you want to plug? Yeah, just follow that. Or fr- I guess follow my personal or my portfolio page from the jump. But the U and the jump is a V. So from the JVMP. Okay, hell yeah. Dude has a camera. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for stopping by, Mitch. Um, R.I.P. It's great to be back. R.I.P. Yeah, to Aaron Carter. We can chat. Po- actually, we can chat post recording. Like great. we can stop recording and continue to you know be friends. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah um, I'd love to. I'll. I am actually legitimately kind of sad that Aaron Carter died in such. No, a of course. I, this way. We're, we're taking a jocular approach to it, but it is a tragedy. Uh, like you know, we we lived, we grew up with that guy being in our lives. You know, in one capacity or the other. You know, whether or not you liked his music, um, I definitely was more of a fan of him recently than I was growing up. But uh, you know, but for whatever reason. Uh, you know, heaven gave an angel. I, I already, I already seen. I already said that. Wait, wait, let's end this fucking shit. I can't, I can't fucking speak anymore. Please. Three. I don't. Well, someone, someone went somewhere. Rest in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. to that guy. Oh.